Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Michael Sunderman. It's always great to catch up with someone who is not only an important business for Coastal Mississippi, but just a, a really, really dedicated community leader and uh, someone I've enjoyed being associated with for a long, long time. And he, he always brings great insights about um, not just tourism and gaming, but just in, just about life in general. So I enjoyed that conversation. You know, one of the benefits of Coast View, and I've said this many times, is it's really given me an opportunity to really reconnect in the community. And uh, from time to time, I get, it gives me a chance to really touch base with old friends. I, so many people who appear on Coast View are friends that, you know, really, personal friends that I've known for many, many years, or maybe they're community friends or business friends, but nonetheless, all friends. And it's just great to reconnect with them. And our next guest is someone who we go back a long way. We were, we were friends back in the late seventies. Um, I dated a, a girl. She dated her, uh, the, 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 the girl's brother. We knew each other then. And then, and she was in the salon business. So she cut my hair for several years after that, but we became friends and I'd like to, uh, so welcome back to Coast View, Joanne Cut Nicely. How you doing, Joanne? I'm great. Thank you. So it's been it's been uh, it's been fun staying in touch with you, and uh, you know I think what's what's interesting about what Robin Roberts has said so many times I quoted her even recently about making your mess your message. I mean when you were diagnosed with breast cancer back in 2002, 37 treatments, 11 surgeries, 22 hospitalizations over a three-year period, and that was in 2002. And look where you are today. And the work that we're going to get into this in a second. But, I mean, you've really made your mess your mission, haven't you? I have. Absolutely. That's Robin's right. <laughs> so- so you've uh, you've done it in a number of different ways, and we'll talk about we'll talk about some of what that is all about. The Pink Heart Funds obviously is a really important part of what you do. Uh, you've got a you've got a Disco Fever uh, benefit coming up in October. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. And then you've done you've done this work to to help women who have uh, lost their hair due to cancer treatment, and that has become an incredibly positive part of your contribution, hasn't it? Yes, that is. Um, that's just one part. So I love helping children and women kind of restore that, you know, beauty and self-esteem again by giving big. Well, for the Super Talk TV audience and the YouTube and Facebook audience, you can see behind her uh, a lot of hair. Tell me what's behind you. These are um, wigs at Pink Heart Funds. I'm in the uh, Victorian wig parlor at Pink Heart Funds located in Long Beach. And we try to keep about 300 wigs in our inventory so that if a lady calls us last minute or a child and says, oh, my hair is just falling out today. And that happens a lot. Um, If we order them, it could take up to two weeks. But if we have something in stock, they leave with it that day. And so that's try to keep those in inventory. Wow. It's amazing. Like, for example, the Ponytail Kids Club. Tell us about that. Well, the Ponytail Kids Club, you can donate your hair. And for years, it was a lot shorter hair. But now the hair has to be 14 inches and longer. And that's hard to grow that much hair. But all the girls 
little girls, big girls, they all want wigs that have long hair. So it's gotten to where we need 14 inch hair in order to make the wigs. And you do lose about two inches of that hair in the making of the wig. So that's why it's important to try to donate 14 inches. You spend a lot of time on kind of research and development, too. Like, for example, working to design wigs that are comfortable for children. Talk a little bit about that journey. Well, the children's wigs, I wanted them to be actually, this sounds maybe bad, but I wanted them better than the adult wigs. Adults go through chemo maybe up to six months. Children sometimes go through chemo years. And I'm not saying adults don't either. Some live with chemo the rest of their lives. But when a child is on chemo, so many steroids are involved in their head, their whole body, everything seems to swell. So to me, the wig was important that it had a good bit of um, stretchability. I don't know if that's a real word, but it had to be able to stretch. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it comfortable, and I wanted them human hair. So in order for them to be human hair, of course, we needed to collect hair. So the wig has an Italian silk that is brought in to make the top of the wig, and it does stretch as the child's head swells um, from the treatments, and it's super comfortable. It's as lightweight as you can get for a human hair wig, and amazing wig. Yeah. You know what's always amazed me about you, Joanne? If you think about what you went through in 2002 as a breast cancer survivor, Hurricane Katrina hits in 2005. Everyone's like focused on just just restoring our lives and yeah. rebuilding. But in the wake of Katrina, you started the Pink Heart Funds. I'm amazed by that. Um it was, it was the mission was so important to you that you know just because Katrina had didn't mean women and kids weren't going to have needs. Right. Tell, tell me more about what was driving you. Well, I had already started giving wigs previous to that to women, not to children, and it was after that when I decided, uh, no, here's a hurricane. People are trying to live in a FEMA trailer, dealing with cancer no hair, they've lost their breasts to breast cancer. You know, it was just so many things balling up. And all I could think of is Hurricane Katrina may have stopped everything, but it did not stop cancer. And I thought, I cannot stop helping these people. They need me more than ever right now. And that's when I became a nonprofit and try to get money from people six months after a, a hurricane to start a nonprofit. It's not easy. And I have to say, DuPont came through for me at that time. And I decided to publish a book because everybody said they're, they've lost their cookbooks and they were so sad. And I said, hmm, good time to make a cookbook and give all the proceeds to Pink Heart Funds. And that first cookbook brought in $54,000. And that is how Pink Heart Funds really got their leap on the money. And uh, there we went. And then not only wigs, we do breast prosthetics, prosthetic bras, lymphedema sleeves. You know, we've grown so much. And it's exciting because, you know, again, it's a need. I talk about the thousand points of light on my show all the time, that there are these lights that fill these gaps. 
And there are a lot of nonprofits out there doing amazing work, but there's really no shortage of of needs or volunteers to, to meet needs. We can't have enough of those. I think that's one of the reasons, as we've discussed in the past, that Coastal Mississippi is so resilient after something like Coastal, after something like Hurricane Katrina that we're unfortunately celebrating the 17th anniversary for this week. But it's this, um, this ability to bounce back and people like you who are willing to, you know, despite your own challenges, be able to, to, to meet these needs and help people um, that are going through a very difficult time in their lives. And their self-esteem is so connected to their hair, especially, I mean, I say especially children, but everyone, it's the same thing. They can say it's not, but it is. And yeah. you know this. And the stories you can tell have to be just heart-wrenching. They are. They absolutely are. And that's talking about stories. I'm going to do a real quick one. When I was going through cancer, my insurance covered what is called a breast prosthetic. And it's an artificial breast that fits in a special bra. And I'll never forget this woman literally took out her breast prosthetic and showed it to me. It was taped with duct tape. And that blue tape, I think it's called masking tape, had mold and mildew coming out of it. She said it was eight years old and she couldn't afford a new one. And that is when I literally reached in, grabbed mine and said, here, you can have mine. Because I knew I could afford one or my insurance would cover another one. And that's when I thought, I cannot even imagine what that woman was going through. You know, yeah. Yeah. I have the finances to buy another one i mean that that is that's Oh, I can't even go there. Well, so over the year, again, it's uh, it's it, you started it after Hurricane Katrina in 2005, so you're celebrating the 17th anniversary of actually officially uh, creating the Pink Heart Funds. How many people have you served over that 17 years? I get asked that all the time, and to be honest, is all I can say is thousands. We yeah. Out thousands because between the children's wigs, the adults' wigs, the breast prosthetic bra, I was looking at some figures earlier. I think they were from last year. Um, I just happened to see the piece of paper sitting there and it was like 85 wigs. No, it was the first six months 85 wigs, 245 breast prosthetics, like four or 500 bras. I mean, it was just. Wow. You know, wow. and, it, and all that costs a lot of money. And in order for us to give that free, you know, we have to bring in those funds. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joanne, you've stuck stuck with it over all these years. And when we come back with uh, Joanne nicely, we're going to continue a conversation about not just uh, not just this specific uh, fundraising effort, but but fundraising in general and where 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 their needs may be and where where they uh, where they could use some help. We'll see you after this break with Joanne. Listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a um, just a wonderful conversation with my friend, old friend, Joanne Cup. nicely. We go back a long way. And it occurred to me, Joanne, while you and I were visiting during the break about all these connections into the community and the work that you're doing and, and how you have to be constantly networking. What occurred to me while we were talking was that 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 uh, Cal Curley is the most patient person in the world. That's what Cal, he listens to all these conversations and he just, he just, he doesn't rush us. He just lets us have the conversations. He's got other things he's got to go do, but he, uh, he's just a great partner to have on this journey and um, we're privileged to have him. So thanks for your patience, my friend. I appreciate you. Um, okay, Joanne, coming back, uh, we're going to talk a bit, little bit about the Disco Fever event that's coming up at the uh, in October, October the 15th. But but just in general, how, what are the ways you raise money and where does the funds come from? Tell me a little bit more about that. The main way we raise money is through our walk. We, we have a walk every year. We used to have it in October, but because we help women and children with all types of cancer, we decided to move our walk from October to um, the last Saturday in April. So now we have it the last Saturday in April because it is for all types of cancer. We had people that didn't want to come to our walk in October because they said, well, that's just for breast cancer. We're here for every type of cancer. But this October, we are having the gala, the disco fever, But basically, there are fundraisers that happen throughout the year, like golf tournaments that different um, golf teams put together. There's there's just different fundraisers that locals put together and give us the funds. But right now, with everyone, I'm sure, and COVID, the pandemic, it really slowed down. And we lost some of those major funds because – when they didn't do their tournaments or they didn't do their, you know, parties, then they haven't started them back. If it wow. were Diamond Head, Diamond Head is a huge um, supporter of Pink Heart Funds. Their community raises so much money for Pink Heart Funds. I told them recently, they're like, for the past seven years, have raised the most money across the Gulf Coast for Pink Heart Funds. They're amazing. I see. So for the event that's coming up uh, Saturday, October the 15th at the Richburg Hall, uh, we, we will talk more about where that is here in just a second. But I noticed that Rob Stinson, he's actually been a, a good friend, hasn't he? He has. And he always says that Pink Heart Funds is right up there at the top of his list. Yeah, Rob Stinson, the, the restaurateur from coastal Mississippi, has been on my show several times, uh, very committed to the community. And... Uh, you know, just the fact that he's been involved and will be the MC of this event is a, is a statement about um, you know the kind of support that you get. And I know it's important. I mean, you've got you've got you've got various levels of, of sponsorships that 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 are that are involved. So if people want to get more information, what's the best way to learn more about how they can get involved? Um, the best way to learn about the whole event is all on our website, which is www.pinkheartfunds.org. And they can find out everything there. We have it all over Facebook. You can go to the Pink Heart Funds page. Um, there, There's social media, you know, you. 
Yeah. That's why it's go to the website and it'll show you everything that's going on. Yeah, I know, you know, I've been involved in lots of events like this and they always have a way of coming together, but it's, it's unnerving because you have, you want it, it needs to be successful, not because you want the event to be fun and successful. That obviously is important, but because the amount of funds and what you're using the funds for is where your passion is. And that's why it needs to be successful. So, um, you know, people can go again to pinkheartfunds.org pinkheartfunds.org to learn more information, to, to learn more about how to be involved. I mean, you know, consider sponsoring and there are various levels you get, you get, you know, various levels of participation for whatever, whatever level you pick. And uh, where is Richburg Hall? It's in downtown Gulfport, just north of the Mississippi Power Building. It used to be called The Climb and a lot of people know of it as The Climb. So it's right downtown Gulfport. And don't forget to mention the sweet potato queen. I see that for sure. <laughs> She's huge. She Jill Connor Brown will be there. Yes. What a what a great connection for her as well. I mean, what how, how did you how did you get that connection? Well, I'm actually a sweet potato queen. And if you don't know about sweet potato queens, you should Google um, the Sweet Potato Queen and or Jill Connor Brown. She's a nine-time New York Times best-selling author. She's a comedian. She she's a pretty amazing lady, and she's very expensive to hire to come to your events. And because she supports and believes in Pink Heart Funds, of course, that fee was waived. And Pink Heart Funds is one of her charities that she believes in, and. As Sweet Potato Queens, we raise money for Blair Batson's Children's Hospital annually. So yeah. we want to help children, and Sweet Potato Queens are known for that. So awesome. Pinkheartfunds.org if you want to get more information. Joanne, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my old friend. It's always good to see you and talk to you, Ricky. Bye-bye. Keep, keep up the good. Yeah, Bubba for sure. Uh, keep up the good work, and thank you for your 17, well, actually, you were doing it before then, but officially within your nonprofit, 17 years of dedicated service. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.